the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's amore. When the world seems to shine like you've had too much wine, that's amore. Bells will ring, tingle-ling-a-ling, tingle-ling-a-ling, and you'll sing Vita Bella. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special episode of What a Beautiful Podcast, episode 114. I'm Jack. And I am Andy, and I don't know about you, Jack, but I think it's high time we wrap up this most bizarre of bizarre adventures (laughs) That's right, Andy. I don't know why I said that in a game show voice, but <laughs> that's right, Andy. Come yeah. on down. We're yeah. gonna read What's the be- end of uh, part five today. What's behind door number one? Oh, it's sadness. Oh, Let's okay. go. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, when you last left us, um, we closed out the end of Diablo. What is it? Diablo emerges is what it called. Yeah, Diablo emerges, and we're going mm-hmm. in head first into uh, you know it's the it's the thing that either is either really cool or really like contrived depending on who you ask i guess but uh i think it rules personally i don't know about you jack but we're about to i read. think it rules too and i'm very excited uh in 39 weeks to see it happen like, oh god real. seeing what you're about to read along with this animated is going to be it's going to be fucking something. And then it all closes out with what we've been alluding to, to the really, really strange epilogue that, uh, again, is another love it or hate it kind of thing. But we will get there. And like we said, we're if you, if you listen to this the day it goes up this week, you will have listened to it before uh, the beginning of the Part 5 anime. So we weren't liars. Yeah, no, we definitely weren't liars. We definitely planned for this exactly. (laughs) Yeah, very calculated, like all things that happen on this show. Very calculated and scripted. Always, you know, always (laughs) one step ahead of the game, me and your boy Jack, so... (laughs) Never behind the ball, always in front of it. So, we are very excited to have Joe Fridays back, and it's going to be really great. So, sit back and join us as we wrap up. The, it's just one of the most amazing things ever. So this is it. We're picking it up with chapter 146, King of Kings. Let's go. Where we last left our heroes, Bukalati's soul finally ascended into the heavens on a golden wind, surrounded by cherubs. And this is where we pick off. King, King of Kings. Don't worry about it, Jorno. Things are just going back to the way they should be. Just going back to normal dissolves into the clouds the rain that has been going on throughout this freaky friday mess clears we see the souls of animals the souls of people returning back to their rightful bodies i really want to know who switched souls with the bee oh my god can you imagine (laughs) what if it was like a not a human but like a different animal so i mean there's a a cat right here can you imagine like what if the cat switched with the bee (laughs) oh man i don't want to see what either of those look like yep yikes uh but we see the uh souls of the people in the plaza going back to themselves uh we see the last bits of silver chariot requiem dissolve into mist rest in peace Uh, 
And then we see the arm of Diavolo and the arm of King Crimson start to stir. And... (laughs) Who was it? Who once said that we are all soldiers chosen by fate? Damn. But the world has shown me one truth. Fate granted me the ability to erase time and precognize... That's not a word. That's not a word. There is no mistaking it, that it is an obvious truth. The fate that governs this world selected my King Crimson to stand up, stand upon the invincible apex. I am no soldier. Uh, In these last bunch of chapters, really ham-fisting in the series-wide theme of fate and family and all that sort Mm -hmm. of thing that we are all bound by fate the ties of blood are the strongest things that's kind of what Araki goes for in all of the parts to kind of connect them together thematically yeah I mean that's why there are parts yeah exactly anyway damn it how dare they the arrow the arrow is it in my hands damn them I Diavolo shall not be defeated by this I must retreat Hide myself from the arrow and wait for a chance to strike back. A temporary retreat is not defeat. My ability shall return me to the apex. Trish on the ground. Don't let him get away, Giorno. Stop him. You have to. If he gets away, he'll go into hiding. She's kind of just twitching on the ground. Uh, she and Mista have finally uh, gotten back into the rifle bodies. Uh we see Mr. Soul pop back in. He he got something by King Crimson. He got like shunted. He he got a wound. He's got a wound. Yeah, he got lit up. He got a he got a bunch of bullets in there. Right, right. He's trying to flee, Jorno. I feel it. He just took a step back. And in this cloud of golden wind, we see our boy we get, Jojo. We get some iconic Jornos in these next few panels for damn sure. Yeah, this picture of Diablo's face as well, just like, ah, oh, fuck, I don't uh-huh. want to deal with any of this. <laughs> so our jo- boy, our boy Jojo is holding on to that arrow, and what is he going to do with it? Well, first let's gaze upon the majesty of Jorno and Gold Experience for the last oh. time. Oh, for the last time, as Jorno holds that arrowhead up on high, illuminated from behind, golly gee willikers yeah here's mista with the weather if you guys haven't read part five before you don't understand what's about to happen yeah it's so cool the rain lit up while we were at it that's that's Jorno, the arrow he's got it in his hand the one who will succeed requiem's ownership of the arrow is Jorno. no I should have known. I can't run away here. I will lose my pride if I retreat here. I am the Emperor. What I seek is to remain upon the climax. If I run from here, that pride will vanish. I will have nothing left. Gold experience! Quick slash at Diavolo as he sprints in to give Giorno the business. He's not running. He's coming at you. Not that I'll make any difference. And then Giorno stabs himself with the arrow through gold experience into his own chest lit up like a eternal sun oh right i forgot that's an important distinction to make that he stabs the stand and not himself and that's the uh that's the confusion with uh with uh 
Killer Queen Bites the Dust versus a Requiem stand. Yeah, uh, Kira himself got nicked with the arrow. Killer Queen did not. Does it actually matter? Fuck no, no, it's the same idea. <laughs> it's, it's the, the same, same thing. <laughs> uh, he did it! The one who will be go beyond the power of the arrow is Giorno's gold experience! No, wrong! I thank you, my daughter, because you insulated me by saying I was trying to run. I have managed to retain my pride. Good thing I didn't retreat. If I had run away, I wouldn't have seen this forecast. <laughs> From King Crimson Epitaph, this unexpected forecast. He, he did it. The one who will go beyond the power of the arrow is Jorno's gold experience. Ah, so what we had seen before is actually Epitaph predicting the future. Mm-hmm. And as the actions come to pass, we see a hole open up in gold experience's chest instead of the arrow being stabbed. Huh? Thanks, Mista. Uh. <laughs> I'm just going to skip the, the ha-has to the next page. And pick yeah, up. yeah. We get the picture, Diablo. <laughs> uh, what? Who? What a good thing I didn't run away. To be honest, my heart was shrouded in despair. If my daughter hadn't insulted me, I wouldn't have had the will to press on. Thanks to her, I saw the forecast of the arrow falling to the ground. What? It pierced him. Why did the arrow fall? Giorno Giovanna, you naive upstart. This proves you don't have the right. Who knows where he is now, but didn't Polnareff tell you that? The arrow chooses those who's, who are qualified to master the arrow. I may be repeating myself, but it's such a good thing I didn't run away. So you Oh, God. Oh, so instead of the arrow giving him superpowers, it just made a big old hole in him. Like uh, it did with King Crimson before when it kept just falling through his hands. Yeah. You've been rejected by the arrow. Run, Jorno. You're finished. Oh, oh. God. Uh, this this goes back to the eternal question we have of, are stands made of meat? Um, well, in Gold Experience's case, as we're about to see, it's made out of bug stuff. Yeah, bug stuff, chitin. Ugh. Like, I just kind of assume that all... I mean, stands have always been kind of, like, insect-like, in a way. Yeah, yeah, they, they've they always had, like, weird bug parts or weird biomechanical stuff. Like, the, the H.R. Giger stuff that uh, Rocky's been doing since, like, part one, even, has never really gone away. He's no. kind of just, like, incorporated it into, like, yeah, less obvious Yeah, I mean, just think about, things. like, the, uh, the, you know, the depictions of the Pillar Men in part mm -hmm. two has like hugely influenced and kind of like informed the way stands are drawn in a way yeah like there's more than a couple stands that look like stylized pillarmen yeah uh anyway so yeah gold experience gets punched the face it looks like his face is breaking apart diablo yeah. is very pleased Mm -hmm. I am Diablo. I, Diablo, am the Emperor. This fact remains unchanged. But as we see, the arrow has slit Gold Experience's wrist a bit. And if you look at his broken face, you can kind of see something underneath. Yeah, the Gold Experience's face starts to break away, and a new eye peeks out from under that bike helmet. Which is crack, 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 crack. This crack. is such a cool image. Yeah, his eye is like has like a cross in it, like. Yeah, it's it kind of looks like a camera lens almost. Yeah, it's really cool. 
and we see weird skin underneath where and then diavolo and king crimson are really not happy about this yeah they are not thrilled so let's jump over to gold experience requiem part one chapter 147 Mm so we pick up and gold experience is still like basically having a spaz attack yeah Jorno, wait, wait, mister, there's something peeking out from the cracks, is that... Could it be? Gold Experience Requiem, part one. Jorno is uh, dead-eyed, we can see the arrow in Gold Experience's wrist. It shloops into Gold Experience's arm, starts to travel along. Uh, oh man, Diavolo is still not happy. What am I looking at? I smashed his head open, shouldn't his brains be splattered across the ground? That thing inside, that's not his brain. I, impossible. And the arrow's being sucked into his arm, too. Ooh, 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 the arrow's moving up and up and up into Gold Experience's shoulder. The, the arrow, the arrow's... Damn! You're finished, Jorno Giovanna! Smash, 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 smash. And Gold Experience kind of deflates. Mm-hmm. Well, Leaving it behind... It looks more like, yeah, he, he uh, molted. He molted. Yeah, mm-hmm. molted like a big old gross bug. And we turn the page, and ooh, what's this? The Greek chorus chimes in. That's... Jorno hasn't been rejected at all. The arrow didn't reject him for being unqualified. No, far from it. The arrow belongs to Jorno for eternity. Now the boss will never be able to land a single finger on that arrow ever again. Crinkle, Looking at more of these panels, crinkle. we see parts of some new mysterious entity i wanted to use the word deity because it basically is but we'll get to its ability when we read his bio page because man it's something (laughs) yeah we we see like dark gray like taupe skin green orange purple the weird eye that we saw and then the arrowhead front and center on this thing's head and then from behind we see a new stand fully formed in front of Diavolo as the stand and Giorno float in the air. And we turn and then, the page to an iconic as fuck two-page spread. Boom! This is, this is the spread from this fight. And we see Giorno and his new stand. Uh, if if Gold Experience was like a ladybug motif, this thing's like a stag beetle. Uh-huh. This is... This is weird and alien. So, I've talked about this before, but Gold Experience Requiem is my favorite stand of all time. For good reason. It's a a super tough-looking design. Oh, God. For so many reasons. But what's really interesting is the coloring choice in these colored versions, because... As far as the action figures are concerned, yeah, I want to look at the action figures. The Iraqi too. specified colors is a is like the one I have is like a pale yellow, and then there's another one that's white and pink. Whereas this one is kind of neither. It's almost like a a very light brown in a way. Yeah, I'm looking at the two colorways for Gold Experience Requiem, and you got the green and pink one, um, because you were you were talking about regular Gold Experience before, white and pink, and mm. then gold. Sorry, I got them confused. Yeah, green and pink for Requiem. But I and have then, the one... The, I have, like, the Requiem first. That's, like, the light yellow. Yeah, that's... I think that's what the color is that they're going for here. Cause, oh, okay. Yeah, because you look at the different accents and they line up exactly. Like, you have the purple belt. You have, like, the little orange cutouts. Like, that. that is this. It's just 
like the drawing is maybe more... it's just the way of looking at it with the light coming through my window i don't know i might be going crazy but but regardless yeah it's a really strong look i really like all the different motifs going on it looks it, it just like screams like this is like the ultimate perfection of stands as a concept and an artistic design you know what i mean it's oh, got yeah. it's got like everything that we've seen on other stands like the bug motif the the crazy eyes all like the lines all over it the like mm-hmm. arm parts with the uh the stripes it's just everything and where there was once a bike helmet now there's just like swoop back spikes mm-hmm. like he slicked back his hair yeah gold experience is going through a hot topic phase um and no we can't not talk about Giorno's iconic grabbing the side of his uh shirt pose oh here. yeah that's where that comes from here uh-huh. just like ah, uh, yeah you want to see some of this yeah t- take a look officer so I could gush about this stand design for literal years, but let's continue reading. Mm-hmm. I am looking at reality. This must be some sort of mistake. I'm supposed to see Jorno's corpse with his head smashed open. This is not reality. That's Requiem. That's Jorno's Requiem. Gold Experience Requiem. Gold Experience has gone beyond the power of the arrow. And Gold Experience Requiem, with not even, like, a side look, kind of just flicks its hand. And then King Crimson's hand kind of just, like, punctures. Uh-huh. Just, like, loses a big chunk of meat. Yeah, and we see that happen in Diablo's hand. And we see that Gold Experience shot out bits of rock that then turned into scorpions. Yeah. So, <laughs> without going into too much detail, because we will go into detail soon, uh... Gold Experience, just think about Gold Experience Requiem right now is like, the Gold Experience's power has been amplified by a lot. Like, a fucking ton. Like, things just happen. Life, life just kind of flows out of it. Not, yeah. not like, you know, on purpose. It just, like, just happens. Gold Experience Requiem is, uh, this, the turbo sequel to Gold Experience. <laughs> yeah. Gah! All that will survive is the reality of this world. Righteous actions born from reality. And one of the scorpions just takes a big hunk out of Diavolo's uh, hand again. Oh, yeah. Gross. <laughs> oh, yeah. Righteous actions born from reality. And he and it... will never be annihilated. Bucalati is dead and so are Abaccio and Narancia. But their actions and their wills have not been annihilated. They are the ones who gave me this arrow. Now your actions are born of reality, or are they born of superficial evil? We'll about, we're about to find out. In the end, will you be able to escape from annihilation, boss? What? What's going on? What's gonna happen? Don't tell me our souls are gonna get switched again. I don't. I don't know. Right now, nobody does. Not even Jorno himself. But I can tell Jorno has complete control of Requiem. It's not going out of control. I couldn't see it the moment when he attacked, but I was able to forecast the attack. The reason I evaded the brunt of his attack is because I saw the forecast of a pole appearing in my hand. I can't, I can just barely dodge his attacks. I'll admit that gold experience can attack with incredible power, but that's all there is to it. It's just a power up. It is a threat, but it is something that I can't overcome with my ability to forecast. Fate has chosen me for the apex. I, Diavolo, am the emperor who has overcome every crisis that I have faced. 
Don't lecture me, you cocky brat. Giorno Giovanna, I will not even I will not even allow you the time to lament your own death. Nista pulls up his Glock, try to fire off a couple shots. King Crimson, time shall be erased from everyone but myself. So, okay, this is interesting. So this panel kind of shows what, uh, will give us a visual of what it looks like while he's erasing time in a way. Yeah, the classic Iraqi draws six things to imply motion. But mm -hmm. here, each of those six things is like a fragment of time. And King Crimson can uh, erase the, the middle parts and just have the effect. Almost kind of like... <laughs> I, I know this is completely unintentional, but it almost feels like meta-commentary on the fact that he draws everything six times to show motion. <laughs> yeah, he was like, oh, you, you want to you insult me, you bastards? I'm going to yeah. do it anyway. I'm going to make it part of the story. <laughs> People are going to comment on it. <laughs> Some douchebags with a podcast will make up bullshit that I didn't even think about. Yeah, there is six right now while I'm drawing this. Fuck <laughs> I see it. I see his stands actions. Everything he's trying to do. I can predict all of, I can predict it all. Everything this filth does. Takes a big swipe out of Giorno's face. Yeah, it splashes uh, the blood from his hand wounds onto Giorno's eyes. Try to get a try to uh, muss him up. Uh, dodges Mista's bullets really easy. It's just what is he doing? Come on. Now I've completely blocked off Gold Experience's attacks. Even after time resumes in a few seconds, your eyes will never lock upon either me, Diavolo... What? Oh, I... me, Diavolo. That's just really... Me, I was thinking it was like, Diavolo... I was like, me, Diavolo, and or King Crimson. Who's the third person? Yeah. <laughs> your eyes will never look upon either me, Diavolo, or King Crimson ever again. My ability stands upon the apex of reality. Does it? Well, we'll find out. Gold Experience Requiem, part duh. Yeah, and we open up with a another epitaph uh, forecast in Diablo's hair, uh, where he hits Giorno successfully and he wins. Nice. Yeah, nice. I did it. I've won. The future has chosen the actions of my King Crimson. I was a moment faster. My forecast shows me punching straight through his heart. It's over. Oh, Epitaph uh, smiling. I hate it. Yeah, hate it sucks. It, it sucks so much. <laughs> and as he's, as he's about to sandwich Jorno between his fists, this little, this little wasp, this wasp comes in, this, like, frozen time. Um, where... Where is this wasp going? I can't really mm. tell. It's going... It's buzzing around Diablo's uh, head. He did not see this in the forecast. And then blood from Diablo's wound uh, is coming back in from Giorno's face. It's disappearing. Okay, so... I don't. I will explain it later. This isn't really a good time to explain this. It's, no, it's, it's, it's going to take moment. some explaining. You know, when everybody jokes about not understanding what King Crimson does, Gold Experience Requiem is way weirder. I don't know why everybody focuses on King Crimson so much. Because <laughs> those old uh, translations, like the King Crimson bio page, was just nonsense. Yeah, have you ever seen true. that thing? Yeah, it's like well, I read paragraphs. the old trans. Okay. I read the old translations. Yeah, I mean, it was confusing, but Gold Experience Requiem is so much weirder, regardless. Yeah. Basically, everything that just happened in the frozen time 
uh, or this time stream is being reversed. The blood from Diablo's wound is going back into his hand. The bullets missed a fire are going back into the gun. And Diablo is really cool so confused. Yeah. <laughs> no! Yeah, every... Impossible! Ooh, oh, boy. The frozen time is falling apart, actually. The erased time is reversing? Is this Requiem? Caw, 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 we're crows flying backwards. Ah. Damn it! But the forecast has still chosen me, Diavolo. Take this, Giardo Giovanna. Smash it, tries to smash him again. Nothing's, nothing's happening except uh, King Crimson doubles and then reverses. So as Diavolo tries to punch Giorno, two fists appear and then separate. And then uh, all of the actions that Diavolo took before punching Giorno just kind of rewind like a bad VHS. Yeah, you like see- I guess it's just kind of rewind. Yeah, it's like literally rewinding, and Diavolo is just so lost. No, Diavolo is us right now. Yeah. Because <laughs> he is sees this? all this happening. What am I looking at? Is this a dream, or is this an illusion? No, that's impossible. None but I, Diavolo, should be able to move within a race time. Oh boy, okay, so... <laughs> oh, oh, How do we let, handle this? <laughs> I, let, let me do it real quick. Okay. Is Do you think uh, Gold Experience Requiem is high-pitched or low-pitched? Uh, low-pitched, but nasally. This is what... Requiem is yeah, kind of like what a bug would sound like if it talked. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yes, what you see is indeed reality. Your ability indeed sees the actions that we will actually perform. However, you will never arrive at the reality that will occur. None who shall stand before me shall ever do so. No matter what abilities they may wield, this is. Gold experience requiem. Not even my master Giorno Giovanna knows of this. Kind of puts into question of who's actually in control here. Yeah, that's <laughs> their buddies. So Giorno isn't doing any of this. He's just uh, kind gold... of floating behind him like Giorno is the stand now. Yeah, <laughs> Gold Experience Requiem is doing this by itself, and it's really scary. Not to sound like a broken record, but we will explain more of this when we get to the page. It's just like, he has yeah. become more powerful than any stand has been or ever will be. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Back to the present. Time has rewound. Giorno Giovanna, I shall not even allow you the, allow you time. What, what am I saying? To lament your own death. Actions repeat. Mister fires his gun. I... I haven't moved an inch from where I started. Requiem looking like the creepiest motherfucker alive in this man. Oh, yeah. Just stalking to him like he's about to split him down the middle lengthwise. My forecasts are a reality that is guaranteed to occur. My invincible King Crimson was meant to achieve victory. And then, oh god, okay, this rules. <laughs> this is the Muda to end all Mudas. <laughs> yeah, this is just like ten Mudas right in a row as uh, Diavolo gets punched into a pulp. 
Uh, the standouts here, uh, Trish saying, he did it! Mista not even getting to fire a bullet. And Epitaph being punched off of King Crimson's head, and it just is screaming off into the distance. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, Holy man. crap. Gold Experience yeah. Requiem Part 3. We are almost done. It feels yeah. like there's so much more that has to happen. <laughs> there's not. Yeah. It, the, th- the thing we're thinking of happens here. Yeah, this is the part... This is the thing. Okay, let's go. Uh, make this sound. The Diablo There it is. Never go anywhere. Especially not reality ever. You! Goddamn kid! Oh, King Crimson's so scary. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's broken apart. One of its crab eyes is rolling down its face. Epitaph is off. Oh, bleeding everywhere. Muda! Muda, 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 muda! Oh, pulp. Pulp, I tell you. And Diablo. Diablo's broken body goes flying into the canal. Yeah, and just bubbles, and he's down. You, you did it! At last! Your gold experience evolved through the arrow! I didn't really see it or understand what it just did, but either way, the boss's King Crimson was helpless against it. You finally defeated him. But, wait a minute, is he floating up anywhere? Well, it, what? Is he floating up? Where is he? Where, where's the corpse? I like Jorno here, looking at Gold Experience Requiem, like, almost like he doesn't trust him. Like, he doesn't fully understand it and doesn't really know what to do. <laughs> Yeah, he probably has some inkling of what it just did, but definitely wasn't conscious during the whole Frozen Time bit. And Gold Experience Requiem just looks ahead, dead-eyed. He's, like, disturbed of his own power. It's it's actually pretty interesting, these two panels here, which you can kind of uh, infer from them. Oh, you could put a lot of meaning in these two panels into, like, Jorno's look on his face in the the bottom one. I like it a lot. Where? Find him, Jorno. Where is he? And we zoom in on the canal. There's a beer can. Oh, there's a bloody hand gripping onto the stone steps as Diavolo pulls himself out of the canal. Barely still. I'm still alive somehow, but what was that? The forecast, it showed my certain victory, but that requiem, what did it? I must get in sewer for now flee inside can my body still move it leads beneath roma good i can still move did i get lucky still have the strength to climb on boom oh i forgot about this (laughs) oh Oh, man so you Uh, thought uh kira getting run over by an ambulance was good well wait for this (laughs) yeah uh Gets sucker punched out of nowhere. You punk, you trying to creep up on my coat and steal it from me, not on my watch. We see a couple of local Rome heroin addicts. <laughs> this is deeply ironic since um, the boss's gang has been peddling drugs from the start and it was one of Giorno's and Bruno's main motivations for uh, betraying the boss. Uh, so pretty pretty good uh-huh. like comeuppance you wanna go huh bitch hey come on you gonna go or what 
we see a bunch of needles hanging around. Um, and we see what this uh, dr- like what this homeless guy has hit Diavolo with, and it is a shank. Yep. Um, he he split him from uh, tip to stern. There, don't fuck with me. I'll take you on. Bring it. Well, if you want my coat, then come and take it, you prick. And Diavolo realizes how badly he's been hurt, and it's bad. What in the? Come on, bring it. This is why I impossible. Woo! I won't let anyone take my coat. <laughs> this this can't be. I can't stand. Oh, someone! This can't be happening. Not to me. This pain not here. I am Diablo. How can this scum? I'm blacking out. And Diablo blacks out and wakes up in a morgue drawer. Ooh, okay. Yep. He is conscious. Um oh he he's sorry, he's not conscious. He's aware, which is worse. <laughs> yeah, um, that's uh... and, it all makes sense in a second. <laughs> yeah, a voice from off panel says, <clears throat> "Oh, oh no! This first panel is him." So, sorry, uh, go ahead. Where am I? What? Where is this? Why am I sleeping on a bed? Did I pass out? I remember falling into a river and climbing to the sewer. Hmm. The date is the twenty fifth, eleven twenty a.m. File number sixty eight, headed by myself, Doctor Monica Hotel. Ugh. Ultero, adult male, estimated age, 30 to 40 years, identity unknown. Judging by the condition of his skin, he is estimated to have died 48 to 54 hours ago, now performing the legally mandated necropsy. Hey, hey, woman, what do you think you're saying? What is this place? Why am I here? According to the report, the body was found near the mouth of the river, but he has inhaled little water, so drowning is not believed to be the cause of death. I can't move! Not my fingers, not even my entire body! What is this? You woman, who are you and what are you doing? Why can't I move the body and what is this pain? The cause of death has been determined to be a laceration extending to the liver, as there are no wounds from failed attempts that eliminates the possibility of suicide. Now opening and inspecting the contents of the stomach to make sure. And pulls out Diavolo's entire stomach. Oh no, entire liver. From his body, and we are now led to believe uh, Diablo has died, but is aware of what is happening to him, which is a very mm-hmm. special kind of hell. Yeah, that's like probably mm-hmm. the worst thing. I mean, it's not really possible, but if it was oh, possible, this is, probably this is the a, worst thing that could ever happen to a This person. has happened to people. <laughs> what? Uh, p- people that have thought to have been dead, but just like have been a very like deep coma or like uh uh, state of like suspended like uh not not suspended life but like their pulse is very slow like this is this has happened this is not something that is uh absolutely unheard of and it's also the case where like people under anesthesia have like become aware but unable to move their body and have been operated upon so think about that (laughs) I, you know what? I don't want to think about that. Yeah, that's Let's fair. Just say, because it's, uh, it's not horrifying. in the magical way that it's about to explain. Oh, no, not in the supernatural way. Just in a very real, uh, incredibly disturbing way. <clears throat> mm-hmm. That's a healthy liver. 
very good color. <laughs> and we're back. And uh, Diavolo wakes up again. A dream? Was I was I having a dream? But it's it's not over yet. What is this place? What's going on? What is the time? And where am I? This doesn't look like Roma. I remember falling into the Tiber River in Rome. And then that sensation, that pain beyond all imagination in the morgue. It felt too real to be a dream. Excuse me, you there. Are you feeling okay? What are you doing on the ground? Are you sick? This is an old man with a poodle. Um, and the poodle lunges at Diavolo. Burr, 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 burr. Oh, hey, stop. And in shock, Diavolo trips over this curb he was uh, standing on the edge of and falls into traffic. What? What is this? Something's been strange this entire time. This can't be. Not like this. This is Gold Experience Requiems. Find him, Jorno. We have to find him. I can sense that he's still alive. We can't rest easy until we're sure. No. We don't need to look. Everything is already over. Although I didn't get a clear look at Requiem's ability either. For some reason, I know it in my heart. He is no he no longer has anywhere to go. Especially not reality. Never again. He will never even arrive at the reality of death. Infinitely. But, but he's still alive. The ending is something which has no ending. That is Gold Experience Requiem. What are you doing on the ground, mister? Does your tummy hurt? Ah, ah, ah. The boat, we're back on the boss now. Yes, Diablo's Diablo's woke up in a field. How many more times will I die? Where will it come from next? When will it strike next? I stay away from me. Gold oh experience. Boy. Stand name: Gold Experience Requiem. Host: okay. Giorno Giovanna. Destructive force, none. Speed, none. Range, none. Permanence, none. Precision, none. Growth, none. Ability. A stand power that manifested when the stand was pierced with the arrow. The strength of an attacker's will and actions will be reverted to zero. Those who are struck by this power will have even their deaths reverted to zero. And thus continuously die an infinite number of times. Okay, so let's, let's break this back down a bit, Jackson. So it, he tries to explain it by saying that everything will be reverted to zero, which is kind of a weird way to explain it, kind of like how he tried to explain King Crimson, where mm-hmm. like it makes sense, but it, it, it doesn't really convey what he's trying to say, I don't think. So the way I've always seen Requiem's power is that it has the – it's basically – well, kind of like in a way, in a, in a high level, in a way that's sort of like how Crazy Diamond was like the perfect opposite of Killer Queen. Gold Experience Requiem is the exact opposite power of King Crimson. Oh, so where King yeah. Crimson has the power to destroy reality, Gold Experience Requiem has the power to create reality. Mm-hmm. And he creates the reality to however it would it would defeat the attacker. And that's always the way that I've seen it. That's not a bad way to interpret it. Like, I'll take him at his word, more or less. Like, taking revert to zero as a very abstract thing. Like, what is is the opposite... What is the uh, absolute opposite of what could, could have just happened? And in that case, it was King Crimson's attack really just reversing itself back to the moment before the attack. 
that's like the one instance we see how much weirder could it get in a more complicated stand fight i don't even want to think about that yeah i don't think this was ever designed to be on you know on page more than a few times because like if you think about it too hard it can get fucked up And, and the reason i called it a deity is because you know there's a reason it says none for all of its stand stats because it exists outside of any of that it, it's basically it, godlike yeah you can't really quantify it which is why I, I i would describe its ability to create reality because it, it's sort of an extension of gold experience the original gold experience ability to create life mm-hmm. whereas in this in this case it can just do literally anything it is literally a creator god absolutely so yeah that's cult experience requiem it's pretty wild <laughs> mm-hmm. An ending is never ending it's uh yeah and then to explain Oof. what happened to diablo so if you get punched by gold experience requiem it makes you die forever yeah over and over and, and over you're conscious and over. of it so diablo is trapped in an infinite time loop where he is not in control but fully aware and will continue to die over and over again for time you know forever Jojo! Jojo! <laughs> you know, poses and fun stuff. Oh, man. Okay, let's finish, anyway. up. Let's finish up this sucker. Yeah, Gold Experience Requiem, part four. There's your green colorway. And gold and green Giorno looks great. Oh, yeah, it looks fantastic. Uh, we're, just, we're not going to explain this, this page. We're just going to read through it. Um, all the boys are eating a nice meal. Oh, hey, look. There's, uh, there's Fugo. <laughs> yeah, and Abaccio and Narancia. Hey guys, hey guys, just listen to me here. I was thinking about this last night. So, human flesh, if you ate it, would it taste good or would it taste bad? Open the floor. We'll go over uh, to Fugo, oh, Jack. Oh, fuck, I forgot about <laughs> Fugo. <laughs> Stop talking about that, mister. We're trying to eat here. What the hell? Why are you bringing that up out of nowhere? Bugger off and go eat by yourself. Since when did Narancia speak in British idioms? <laughs> I don't know. And this is I think this is an Iraqi colored chapter because of how it looks. Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah. Uh, oh, we're back at Rome. Uh, further <laughs> confirming that uh, green Fugo is a bad look. I, I'll never be able to not see red, red Fugo. Oh, absolutely. I People can stream all they want about pink Giorno. I think pink Giorno is a good look, but green Fugo, I don't know what they were thinking. <laughs> <sighs> we'll see it in motion, I guess. Yeah. At last. At last. We've done it. We're the victors, right? At last. Trish, Mr. Present Day. Hey, let's get going already. Back to the Colosseum. Pukulati's soul is back, but his body still hurt. He's probably still in the Colosseum, wondering what's happened to us. Jorno, cry, sweats, sweat crying. <laughs> let's go, Jorno. Let's get Pukulati healed and go home. Come on, to the Colosseum. Jorno, shaking. Yep. Yeah. Let's go. I'll be right there. Jorno, this is fine. Don't worry, Giorno. And Giorno, the fact that we made it here is a complete victory. This is good. Everything will be fine. Fate is a sleeping slave. We have to set it free. That is victory. Giorno looks down, sees the arrow, and we cut to we cut to nothing. Yeah, so that was a pretty short chapter. (laughs) Yeah, and that's technically 
the chronological end of part five. Yeah, but so we have a coda. Yeah, they so this thing like we've alluded to in the past is very weird, and we'll 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 kind of break it down as we read through it. But as if, yeah. this, if it ended right here, that's a pretty damn good ending. That's a pretty good ending because it leaves open the question of like, what the fuck is going gonna happen with that arrow? What what and like show not tell or yeah. and like trust your readers to like make uh to like imagine what they want. But, and don't worry, there's more arrow chicanery in the next part. <laughs> so oh it's not God. it's I, not over just yet. <laughs> and purple haze feedback is a thing. Oh god. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Epilogue. Anyway, so Sleeping yeah. Slaves part 1. <laughs> just listen to me. I've been thinking real hard about eating cuz whether or not you're living a happy life depends on it. That's why I think this is so important. So, anyway, there are animals that eat meat to survive, right? Like lions and cats and bald eagles. But you can never order the meat of these carnivores at restaurants. Why? It's because they smell too nasty to eat. They taste horrible. Yeah, guys, cats taste too nasty to eat. You with me? Yeah, an iron chef could promise me that it's tasty and I still wouldn't eat a cat. On the other hand, you guys ever heard of sweet fish? Sweet fish don't eat bugs. They're herbivores. They only eat algae. Normally, fish guts are all bitter and gross. But if it's sweet fish, you can just eat the guts just fine, because it's not a carnivore. So, I thought about it, and it turns out all the meat we like to eat is herbivore meat. Peef, peef. Beef, <laughs> pork, chicken, give them good grass and they taste even better. So the conclusion, humans eat meat, so they taste gross. Well, what do you think of my TED Talk? <laughs> <laughs> What do you think of my idea? Those horror novels and stuff, I'll tell you how good human flesh tastes, but it's all made up. I see. That does sound convincing. I I eat more veggies and fruits than meat, though. <laughs> you might taste pretty good, then. Narancha, don't encourage him. Oh, Bukalati, took you a while. Where were you? We started eating without you. You remember Leaky Eye Luca? He's in charge of the airport. They found his corpse. He died an unnatural death. Let's investigate. Orders from Capo Pulpo. That punk, I never liked him. He had it coming. He always picks on the weak and sells drugs to kids. I bet he just overdosed on his own goods and fried his brain. Narancha, regardless of what you may think, you must never say such things out loud. Not in our world. Will I be investigating? You've set to become a capo yourself. There's no need for you to spend your time on these matters. No, I'll do it my... I'll do it my... Hmm. By the way, Fugo. Uh, uh, these bubbles, man. To the end. <laughs> all right, I forgot. We have a guest. He's been waiting for you all morning. He's a civilian who runs a flower shop in Piazza Montesanto. We've run a background check. He's a normal, honest man. But his only daughter passed away about half a year ago. This tottering old man with a cane. <laughs> Bruno, looking so powerful sitting in this chair. You, you know what's old? funny? This is like the first time we've really seen them do like regular mafia shit. <laughs> oh yeah, this is just mafia stuff. Uh, yeah. do, do this old guy. Mr. Bucalotti. <laughs> first, as you can see, I have a bad leg. 
Although normally my wife would have come here with me, I must apologize for coming alone today. Do you pay your taxes? Hmm? Pardon me? Do you do your duty to your country and pay all your taxes as an honest citizen should? Uh, what, what do you mean? Of course I do. Although I do not know what you wish to speak to me about, this is no place for a civilian like you. If you've been paying your taxes, then you should take your matters to the police or a court of law. The moment you begin speaking to me, you will owe a debt to the gang, one greater than you can imagine. I... I have done what everyone in this country does. I work for my family, trust in the law, and raised my child well. My only daughter, she turned 17 last September. I don't mean to impose, but I would like to speak to you in private from this point on. If you wish to continue, then I regret to inform you that they place a great deal of trust in me, and vice versa. I could never bring myself to tell them to stop their meal and leave this building. This all started a few months ago. I heard from my wife that my daughter had found a boyfriend. It seems that daughters are reluctant directly to directly tell their fathers of such things. That boyfriend was an up-and-coming sculpture. I thought that that was fine, but what I didn't like was that despite being older than my daughter, that man never even tried to come over and introduce himself to, to us. And soon after, my daughter went to his apartment, clutched one of his, sculptor, one of his sculptures, a strangely shaped stone, and she Jump. fell into a... Yeah, she jumps off the building. Yeah. She fell into the courtyard! <laughs> Forgive me for losing control of my emotions, but why must I cry such bitter tears? My daughter was my hope. She was my young and shining beauty. I would like you to avenge my daughter. Give that man his just desserts. Opens up enough lira to buy, like, a couple cups of coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Just fat stacks of worthless dollars. The, uh, all the boys at the table just like, money? What? (laughs) Wait one moment. You just said, was this a murder? Are you claiming this boyfriend pushed your daughter off the roof? If this were a murder in this city, then I should have heard of it by now. These are my life savings. I will give it all to you. The police declared it a suicide without any proper investigation into that man. My daughter was not the kind of girl who would have killed ever wanted to kill herself. The lawyers only wasted the right time and didn't believe a word I said. There are things that only family will understand. My wife and I can say with conviction that our daughter would never have committed suicide. And even if it were a suicide, what happened on the roof of his apartment that could have driven my daughter to do such a thing? I beg of you please settle this matter for me i want that man to taste the same tears of despair that i cry now life can be difficult at times i'm sorry but i can't do that do you think we're hitmen who perform lynchings over misguided grudges the people of this city trust you i want you to bring him to justice justice mr Flores? you told me that you wished to speak in private wasn't that because you knew you were saying something you shouldn't be saying However, there are things that only family will understand. Those words are not something that can be spoken lightly. I find it hard to believe your words have not moved a single heart in half a year. This boyfriend, we'll see what he knows. We will only take payment if that man is found guilty. Will that be acceptable? Oh, Mr. Bucalati. Mister, I'd like to leave this matter to you, okay? 
Sure. Uh, and okay. <laughs> yeah, Misty gets up from his seat, and in his seat is the same weird ball that the girl was clutching on her way off the building. Um, with the same symbol in it. Um, I think that's a kanji, but I'm not sure if they draw attention to it. Uh, Ooh, we get a uh, we get a bio for Bruno. Oh, we didn't get one. I didn't remember. Uh, history. He was born in a fishing village without much wealth and was drawn into a drug-related incident. He committed murder to protect his father's life, thus entering this world. The basis of Bucolati's personality is the kindness that he inherited from his father. His father's wholehearted love for his family formed the foundation for Bucolati's personality. Even after he entered the world of gangsters, people still admired Bucolati's personality and put their faith in him. However, as fate would have it, that kindness became his weakness. Favorite music? Agartha and Bitches Brew by Miles Davis. <laughs> Favorite story? Il Postino? Probably an awesome. man. Yeah. Favorite foods? Spaghetti alla bord... Oh my god, just read read this, please. Spaghetti, spaghetti alla botarga. And oven-baked porcini mushrooms with scallops. Least favorite foods? Beans, apples. <laughs> Two things can't abide. Beans and apples. Sleeping Slaves, part two. Uh, what? What's this stone? This is a really cool panel for some reason. Yeah, right? This looks like it, it could it, be This the... looks like something out of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> yeah, Mista touches the stone and it cracks apart, uh, throwing off energy. And on Mista's finger, suddenly the words, please kill me, appear. Oh, props to the Judges Colored Adventure team for like superimposing these words on there. Oh yeah, it must have been a bitch and a half. Yeah. Huh? Hey, did anyone say anything? What did you just say just now? Did any of you say anything to me? Huh? 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 Didn't, you didn't you hear him? Bukalati said he's leaving the case of the florist to you. Come on already. Bukalati has to investigate Leaky Eye Luca, so we'll drop you off on the way. He's already at the parking lot. No, no, that's not what I meant. Mister, don't make a mess of the restaurant's stuff. Put that thing back on the pedestal. What? Did... Did I put this stone here? Was it here the entire time? Did I knock it off the pedestal? Be careful. Standing up. Don't knock the chair from behind. Pat. Mista, here's the address to the apartment and a photo of the boyfriend. You have the tape recorder, right? Anyway, your job is to find this guy and make him talk. If he resists, I won't mind if you get a bit violent with him. Just get a clear confession out of him. Uh, how far should I go? Like, worst case scenario, what if he did really push that girl off? We aren't hitmen. Just make him unable to stand up for the next four to five years. Let the police take it from there. <laughs> <laughs> that should sate the florist appetite for vengeance as well. Get in the car, we'll drop you off. And behind this van, Mr. sees that rock again. Mmm. Mm. Hey, where are you going? Get in the car, we're leaving. Mister looks over at these construction workers. Yeah, these right. masons. Right, bit more to the right. There, perfect. Mister, are you getting in the car? Or are you gonna take a piss instead? No, I'll be right there. Okay. Mister stomps on the rock, cracks a bit, walks off. It's just, well, I've been feeling weird this whole time. Been hearing things. Something wrong? 
No, nothing big. It's just I've got something the floor said on my mind. So about his daughter. He did say that she was clutching a stone when she jumped from the roof into the courtyard, right? It's kind of slipped my mind, but did he ever say what kind of stone this stone was? Stone? Like its shape. How big was it? He was a sculptor, yeah? This boyfriend of hers? He said it... He said it had a strange shape. Strange shape? So, uh, what shape was it exactly? All the floor said that it was strangely shaped. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. <laughs> it's like, the, and the stone just keeps appearing in the background of these panels. Like, it's some kind of, like, cryptid. Oh, yeah, like, they're drive past a bench, and the stone is just on this bench. What are you getting at, mister? Drive past the stone, getting more and more damaged. Huh? What? Huh? That was... Oh. <laughs> behind a light post, behind a light post. Fugo, hey, look, there it is again, over there. You guys have seen that thing before, right? Behind a light post. Hey, hey, wait up, Fugo, stop the car. What's wrong? You're asking me why? Come the fuck on. You saw it too, didn't you? Just like the one in the restaurant. Just stop the freaking car. Hmm? Huh? Stop the car for what? What's the same as in the restaurant? No, no it's, it's fine. Forget it. I thought it looked similar too. Uh, Mr. Thought he saw the ball again, but it was just these weird fence posts. I was just seeing things, that's all. It was nothing. Are you okay? How much wine did you have? Are you sure <laughs> you can do this job on your own? Should I do it for you? <laughs> God damn it. Who goes such a fuck? <laughs> hey, I'm not drunk. Fine, sorry, I shouldn't have said anything, really. Sorry for causing so much trouble. I'll walk the rest of the way. It's fine, just let me off here. The apartment's that one over there, right? Stalks off. And, oh man. I didn't realize it would just be three of the characters that I That you voiced. <laughs> <laughs> this is my punishment. <laughs> oh, fine. Maybe someone would help Mr. do his job, huh? Would you like me to go? No, I'll go with Mr. If Mr. isn't drunk... Just in case, I remembered a rumor that lately stand users have been gathering in the city for some reason. For the investigation of Leaky Eye Luca, all you need to do is find the cause of death. Fugo, it seems you'll be doing it, all, doing it after all. Though I doubt either of these will amount to much. Sure. Ding dong. Ding dong. His room's on the seventh floor, and the roof is above that. His name's Scalippi. Here's the courtyard, huh? So the floor's daughter fell from the roof and landed somewhere in here? Ding. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it's getting bad. The elevator door opens and he, and the rock is just here. So Nissa just is fucking done and just pulls out his gun and unloads on this bowling ball. Oh, yeah, this bowling ball, bang, 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 splinters it. And out of the corner of the elevator, this man just pokes his head out. Well, stand. In this case, the stand uses involved in this, and what's this? What is this stone? It's shaped like Bucolati. That is terrifying. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually. And it looks like it's bleeding? What the fuck? Okay, anyway. Oh, look at that. Now we get a Trish uh, bio. Oh, yeah. The true daughter of Diablo, the boss, before he became a sand user and before he became the boss of the gang. Not even he knew of her birth. Until now, she lived life as an ordinary middle schooler, and her talent for her stand ability remained dormant. But she approached the boss, her father, and as she fled for her life, she was cornered, and Spice Girl emerged. Personality. 
can act misophobic at times and screams if she touches a chair or similar objects that have Jack, linger- can you can you tell me what misophobic means? I wish I could. All right, we gotta That's- find out because that is annoying that I don't know what that means. <laughs> is this a real word? Um, oh, she's a germaphobe. Okay. Oh, god damn it. That's <laughs> yeah, fine. Yeah, this is no, another name. Um, this caused her to seem selfish at first glance. However, she has matured during this journey and proved that she is not as shallow as she may appear. Favorite actors, Gwyneth Paltrow, uh, Marcello Mastroianni. Favorite fashion brand, Dolce & Gabbana. Favorite foods, Perrier, French water brand, sour salads, crab. Least favorite <laughs> foods, pizza, margarita with mushrooms, orange juice. Least favorite things, Anything that isn't beautiful, insects, smelly men. Alright. Bukulati, this stone's shape. What the hell are you? Uh, reloads his gun. Um, fi- this man's <sighs> holding a, a picture of oh, somebody. I'm trying to figure out. Seemingly of himself, actually. Oh, no, that was Mista holding the picture. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, and it, now the we angle see that. weird, yeah. Yeah, the picture is of this man. He is the boyfriend. Mista shoots a hole in his hand. Wait, have we ever seen that Mista keeps the bullets in his hat before? Yeah, no, that was the whole thing where he, like, leans his head down and reloads his gun by dropping the bullets into the gun. Oh, I must have just forgotten, okay. <laughs> yeah, he, he keeps them in his boots, too. Oh, yeah, you do, do this guy. <laughs> do one of these voices, please. Don't try anything funny. I was ordered not to kill you, but now that I know you're a stand user, I can't guarantee that you won't get a new hole between your eyes anymore. Who are you? How do you know Bukalati? There's also the death of the florist's daughter, but first, why'd you follow me from the restaurant? Daughter, you are a policeman? No, the police wouldn't do something like this. Crunch! (laughs) Mr. Knees him right in the gut throws up listen up you little puke i'm the one who asked the questions all you did was answer them don't think about anything else got it don't say or do anything you don't have to because when you do that you'll start lying too click hits the seventh floor button okay one at a time we're going in order are you a gangster what family are you in well we can just look that up later no i i'm just a sculptor I'm not famous, but I get by. How did you know? How did you become a stand user? I don't. I don't know what a stand is. If you mean my ability, I, I suddenly discovered it when I was a kid. That's like the first fucking time we've heard someone like say, "Oh, you have a stand," and not immediately know, "Oh, stand? stand? Yeah, I've got is, one of yeah. those." <laughs> well, I guess Jorno was kind of like that too until Koichi told him. Fair enough. Okay, it's just yeah. refreshing. Mm-hmm. Did that happen to you too? Hey! Next question. Why'd you follow me from the restaurant and how do you know Bukalati? 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 Is that his name? Let me meet him. He came here with you right to this apartment. Ah! Hey, 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 hey. You're not answering my question, dumbass. This mo- Oh, yeah. That, that's him. This might not be the answer you want to hear. This stone moves with no regard to my will. It's been like this ever since I was a kid. It has a power that I, I can do nothing to resist. The stone didn't follow you here. It was it was him. It followed Bukalati. 
Oh, really? You think so? You never want your hands to hold a chisel ever again? Because I can make that happen. Sorry, but Bukulati's far, far away from here. Too bad, sucker. You're the one who's lying. Bukulati should be in this apartment. Let me meet him. His life depends on it. Bang. Ah! Another hand. Oh, I, mm, I don't like what he's doing here. Uh, uh, is that a little bit of stigmata going on here? Which is uncomfortable. Well, <laughs> you see what he's got around his head? Yeah, I mean, he's literally, this guy's supposed to be Jesus fucking Christ. Like. Yeah, I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> don't play games with me. You killed the floor's daughter, didn't you? What are you trying to... <laughs> Here's a noise. What the hell are you doing? I told you to not to try anything funny. The stone is gone. Michelangelo, who shines upon the apex of history, once said, When I sculpt marble, I have no ideas in my mind. The the form the sculpture shall be sculpted into has already been set. All my hands do is bring that form out from within the stone. What the hell are you going on about, jackass? If you don't get that stone back here right now, then you're dead. My... Michelangelo said that he did, not, he did not think about the ultimate form of the stone as he sculpted. Fate had already embedded it within the stone. He was an artist who could see fate as he sculpted. That form, that form of Bucalati was not sculpted by me, and it was not sculpted by your bullets either. That is the faded form. The statue was bleeding from a hole in its chest, wasn't it? I don't know whether it will take a few days or a few months, but that is how Bucalati will die in the near future. We are slaves of fate. That is the meaning of my ability, Rolling Stones. Oh, you forgot about that? Ah, uh, Rolling yeah, Stones. That, yeah, it's a bit of a groan. <laughs> oh, last, no. <laughs> last warning. Let's try to finish this up. Yeah. <laughs> These are so wordy, and they don't need to be. Uh-huh. Last warning. Bring that stone back. If you die, then your stand goes away, too. You got that? If he touches my rolling stones, then he will be able to die without suffering. I wanted to meet him and ask him if he had any last words, at the very least. What, what's this guy's deal? This The fucker is messing with me. How calm can he be? God damn it. Fine. You want to die, huh? You want me to paint the walls with your brain, huh, bitch? Look at that. <laughs> I left three shots inside. Spin, 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 spin. This is how you use fate. Did, oh man, I can't tell if he clicks the the hand. I think he fires, and it doesn't. Well, yeah, do- he put three bullets in in the thing and spun it, so he's playing Russian roulette with them. So he pulled the trigger, nothing happened. Yeah, I, okay, yeah. The hammer, the hammer goes forward. I know you're trying to do something to Bukalati. Now bring that stone back. Time and probability are not on your side here. I told you, there's nothing I can do about it. Bring it back now, you bastard! Click. Oh. <laughs> the the old florist, he had a bagged leg, didn't he? He may not know about it. That is the first symptom of a disease infecting his internal organs. However, he should survive. When his daughter died, her, her organs were preserved in an organ bank. They will be transplanted into him. The stone took a form that told her that she would suffer from the same disease a few months after her father. And the form of the stone also signaled her death. She understood and trusted it. Rather than dying in pain, she chose to die while she was still healthy for her father's sake. She accepted the stone and held it. The stone killed her without suffering and without harming the cells of her organs either. 
You're asking for death, and I'm gonna give it to you. Click. What? 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 It misfired, mister. The gunpowder didn't go off. How? Number five was in charge of that bullet. I cannot die just yet, because the stone hasn't sculpted my death. You think it's gonna fire misfire twice in a row, huh? Now you comprehend what the faded form is. You have lost all will to shoot me, isn't that right? Sweats, sweats, <laughs> pistol whips him in the fucking face. <laughs> what the hell? This freaking god damn it. What was he saying? Fucking thinks he can mess with me? Hello, you there, Fugo? You gotta tell Bucalati. The sculptor was a stand user. He's saying all sorts of crap about Bucalati. I can't make any sense of it on my own. What do you mean, mister? You two haven't met up yet? We are looking for Bucalati. He left for the apartment a long time ago. He followed you in right after you got off the car. Hello? Mister? Hello? What did you say? Second to last chapter. Let's... Let's go. <laughs> oh, and we finally get the Giorno bio. Finally. Giorno Giovanna, age 15. His father was Dio. Remember? Remember Dio? Oh, uh, yeah. Remember Dio? <laughs> Who was survived using Jonathan Joestar's body. His mother is Japanese. What Giorno desires most is hope. He has faith that he can reach any destination as long as he has hope. In his childhood, Giorno received almost no love from his mother and was actually abused by his stepfather. The humanity that an unknown gangster showed him when Giorno was one step away from breaking down became his justice and his hope. Favorite music? Jeff Beck. Favorite story? Les Mis. Favorite foods? Chocolate, pudding, octopus salad. Least favorite foods? Poultry, especially duck meat. Hero, the unknown gangster he met as a child. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Sleeping <sighs> Slaves, part four. Give me his number. I gotta find him. Tell me the number to Bucalati's phone. You're the one who's making no sense here, mister. You're calling Bucalati's phone right now? I already told you. He went to the apartment. Just sit still and you should see him soon enough. <sighs> Move quick, pistols. Find Bucalati. Shoots bullets into the town. <laughs> hey, wake up, sculptor boy. How do I stop the stone? Wake the fuck up and answer me, you bastard. How do I stop the stone from getting to Bucalati? Please, tell me. All the stuff you said, I don't know why, but it started to make sense now, but what should I do? Please, I need to stop Bukalati from touching that stone. I'll do anything. Please, tell me. Just accepting the stone instead of resisting it would be so much easier. However, although nobody has ever done it before, if you could either destroy the stone or change its form, then perhaps... Frowner, mister. Number one's reporting in. He says he's on the seventh floor. Bucolati's going up the stairs of the apartment, the seventh floor where we were. He's trying to get to the seventh floor by stairway. They're on the fourth floor, number four. Uh, mister, four. Uh, uh, mm. uh. Uh, oh no! It's the stone. The stone is on the stairs too. The stone is right in front of Bucolati. Stop him, number one. Tell Bucolati not to touch the stone. He can't, mister. Number one only saw him from far away. The bullet doesn't have enough power left to make it over there. Oh, Bucalati is about to touch this stone of himself dying. Uh, Mista leans out the elevator, uh, fires up into the shaft, uh, fires a bunch of bullets. The, the, the bullets, sex pistols go up into the seventh floor, uh, kick into the stone to try to reshape it. P 
pistols. He made it. That was close. And it's getting carved, too. Rolling Stone is rolling down the stairs. <laughs> oh, do, do these yeah. voices. I need some water. Okay. Hey, doesn't it look like it's bleeding? At least it's changed to a different form, but it looks like the hole in its chest is getting bigger. Pistols? What in the world is happening here? Is this a stand? I was climbing up the stairs because I heard gunshots. And a st- and the stone is shaped like... <gasps> Sticky finger! Don't attack it, Fukulati! You can't touch that thing! Bang, bang, bang. More bullets come in. Mista! Get down the stairs, Bukalati. You can't touch that stone. Lay just one finger on that thing and you'll die. I'll explain the rest later. Uh, <laughs> Rolling Stone, uh, like, jumps up and tries to get Bukalati, but Mista holds it back. Get down now. Get out of this apartment and run as far away as you... Oh, huh? I... I... It did it again. That's how it left the elevator. It slurps into the floor. <laughs> Crap. We can't stay in the stairwell. We gotta find another way down. We can't take the stairs. Get upstairs, Bukalati. Where is it? It's gone. Damn. Where did it go? Oh, uh, shit. Uh, we see some dripping cement above Bukalati's head, and it drops down from the ceiling. What? Shit. Shit. It's above you, Bukalati. Zipperman's <laughs> out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Peace out. I'm gone. Uh, unzips the wall, fades back. Um, the stone follows him into the zipper as he's hanging off the zipper on the side of this seven-story building. It's... Okay. And it's still his face. All right. Last Time for chapter. the actual last chapter, part five. And starting off with a, a stand description of Rolling Stones. Y- yeah, host Gallippi. Destructive force, none. Permanence, A. Speed, B. Precision, E. Range, A. Growth, none. A stone which takes on the form of someone who is fated to die at the time of their death. Then it follows that person in order to euthanize them without any suffering. The irresistible... Jesus Christ. Yeah. The irresistible <laughs> power of fate is this stand's energy, and it moves with no regard to its host Scalippi's will. It could be considered an automatic stand. It's basically just a giant fucking metaphor for the whole thing the yeah, whole it, rickamarole yeah what what is this stone face mystic grabs the stone before it can touch bukalati if i break this stone if i can change its form dives off the building <laughs> mister <laughs> if i can slam it into the ground that'll break it into pieces you're not fucking getting away from me the stone is trying to get a Mista's grip. Uh, Mista, no! Oh, God. <laughs> Mista just lands on a car. The stone lands next to him, shatters into pieces. Mista's hurt. Um, Freaking sculptor boy was completely right. Every last word. If the stone hasn't been sculpted into your form, that means it's not your time to die yet. And it wasn't sculpted in my form, so I won't die even if I jump out. <laughs> this is Fuga's car. <laughs> Holy shit. This is. Oh my god. Fugo's arm out from under Mista. What's gotten into you, Mista? You left the tape recorder on your seat. I drove back to give it to you, idiot. Hey, Fugo, is that you? 
<laughs> Buccalati has been zipping down the building, looking at the remains of Rolling Stone. What was that stone, mister? How many coincidences lined up to make this happen? Nothing, Buccalati. You'll be fine now. Well, I'm not sure what to say. First, about the death of the floor's daughter. The sculptor was kind of the killer, but he also really wasn't kind of. Well, I roughed him up, so we'll be in the hospital for the next month or two. Seriously, do you ever make any sense? Was he an enemy or an ally? Was it suicide or homicide? Explain it one at a time. Oh, about that. Like, I, like I still don't have it figured out in my head either. Long story short, I broke the stone, so it's all over. Hey, Bukulati, I'll investigate Leaky Eye Luca. No. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know what the fuck to make of any of this. Yes. Yeah. I think I can finish that before you finish explaining. I should be able to handle it on my own. Time for me to uh, go start this story off. I'll take the metro. (laughs) Fugo, listen to Mista and figure out what to tell the old florist. Like I said, I'm not sure how to put it. Mukalati, I'll do anything for you, but do you think I can really understand anything he says? Oh, this is the... Yeah, this is the sculptor. You think it's all over? If you hadn't resisted... And just accepted Rolling Stones. It would have ended peacefully. Oh boy. And you can in see the, in the uh, dust Bruno, of... Abaccio, and is that Dapio? Uh or is that supposed to be Narantia? I think it's supposed to be Narantia. Yeah, okay. I think that's supposed to be Narantia. But in this dust we see the faces of the boys who died. We are sla- we are all slaves of fate. In the end, not even they could change its form. I don't know who they are, but a perilous road lies before them, and several of them will die upon it, but... Are they all like him, jumping out from there to destroy the stone for their teammate? That man named Bukalati, with no hesitation. There may be some purpose to the perilous road they tread. Perhaps their perils will serve some great purpose and bring hope to someone. I cannot pray for their safety, but I will pray that they are sleeping slaves, and when they wake, that these sleeping slaves shall fulfill some purpose. Cut back to the end of part five. Giorno picks up the arrowhead. Hey, get a move on. If you don't go, then who's gonna heal Bukalati, huh? Oh, you dizzy, Trish? Careful now. Thanks. It was like something just popped up by my feet. Huh? Oh, shit. Yep. The orb is returned. <laughs> Trish is gone. The orb is here. Tr- Trish? Hey, Trish? Where are you, Trish? Hey, Jorno, where is she? Where's Trish? I, 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 I don't I don't believe it. Tr- Trish is right there, mister. Oh, Miss, okay. Mister, Jorno, I'm right here. I didn't trip over this stone lump. Look behind it. Don't leave me here. If you go without me, I don't know how long it'll take to get to the Coliseum. She's just in Polnareff in the back of him. <laughs> what a what a zig. Polnareff. Polnareff. You you're alive? But now that the soul switching is back to normal, your soul is well. You and the turtle. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> All right. So Polnareff's soul is peeking out of the key on the back. My bot. Oh God! All right, let's see. My body has already died. Over now, it seems. But this turtle stand is pretty impressive. I managed to cling on inside. I managed to cling on to it. It's inside. In the moment that my soul was sucked out, 
I can't leave the turtle's key, but I've decided to live inside this turtle as a ghost for a while. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, I. you know what? I thought he was still the turtle, but he's just a ghost. Yeah, he's just straight up a ghost now. Whoa! Well, I'm glad to see you're alive. It's not over just yet. We're gonna heal Bukalati's wounds in the Colosseum. Bukalati? I'm certain I saw his soul rot. <laughs> hey, what are you doing? Oh, oh, sorry. I was wondering if you were right. Maybe I do smell weird. So is this how I smell? Maybe I should use cologne. Really? Although I said some weird things back then. Maybe it's because I was so frantic, but I don't mind anymore. It actually smells pretty comforting now. Really? You think so? Yes, but your fingers still look funny. <laughs> they walk off into the sunset while Giorno holds uh, the turtle with a ghost in it and this uh, all-powerful arrowhead. That which we have inherited from the departed must be taken onwards. I will not destroy this arrow. Put the arrow in the turtle, Giorno. That will do. That is the duty of the survivors. Now let's go to the Colosseum. Oh, fast Fast forward. <laughs> People are now paying respect. Uh, all, all of the gangsters are paying respect to Giorno sitting in the big chair um, as Mista and Polnareff and the turtle look on to the countryside, I guess. Part five, Fiene. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> So that, Ugh. that's part five. Oh, God. That all was right, a marathon. Calm, calm down, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you didn't, like, go freaking fight a war or something. You read some comics for an hour and a half. <laughs> Man, this is my Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Anyway, so, yeah, this uh, this last page, uh, it's got a little bit going on. So, jordo uh, has got some new clothes. <laughs> yeah, it's like a... I don't know what kind of motif that is, but it's cool. Yeah, so Jorno is now the Don of the Mafia. His He is now a gang star. He did it. He fulfilled his dream, and you know what? That's all you could ever ask for. Yep, and you could already tell he's actually like showing himself to the people that work for him, so he's already a better boss than his predecessor. <laughs> Oh yeah, what's this orb, by the way? What's what's SPQR? I feel like that's not the first time we've seen that. Uh, where? Uh, on the pedestal that the orb is on. Oh, it's it's like a Roman decoration. Whatever, it doesn't matter. It's just, it's just a. Oh, it's just that, a that's like. Ring. Yeah, no, that's like a Rome thing that like appears on a lot of a lot of, a lot of classic Roman stuff. Yeah. Okay. But I think that was I'm, on the shovel that Leaky Luca got hit by. Yeah, I really love this, like, Giorno emblem <laughs> over the Part 5 Fine. Like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's super detailed. It's a golden... Jo- it's There's so many embellishments on this thing. <laughs> god. Yeah, so, man. So We're... what do you think of Sleeping Slaves now that we read the whole thing, Jack? It kind of recontextualizes some stuff, but I feel like... Um, it was made a bit after the fact to kind of have it, have the ending and who died have more meaning than it felt in the moment. Yeah, Like it's good, 
probably unnecessary but kind of cool. It's like yeah, I mean, it's neat that it exists. Like, it doesn't really detract from anything. So whether you love it or hate it, it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. No, it doesn't so care fine. if you like it or not. It's yeah, it exists, and it's like these people fought against a fate and and failed in the end but the journey that they made was more important than accepting the hand that was dealt was the golden win the friends they made along the way <laughs> oh, oh, god <laughs> all right guys that was jojo's bizarre adventure part five golden wind thank you for being on this stupidly long wild ride with us it's been a hell of a thing mm-hmm I, when, I don't even really know how to describe how much I love it. But yeah. Yeah. I'll have to decompress. I don't know what the fuck we're doing next week. Well, well next week we'll do our usual... Uh, Make it know, up on the decon- spot. Well, no, we'll do, you know, every time we finish a part, we'll do an episode where we de- kind of deconstruct the part, talk about our, our feelings, how we felt about reading it, and then we'll also cover the premiere episode of the anime. Yeah, we'll do that. We will do yeah. that. It will be a very light and breezy, casual discussion kind of episode. Yeah, after which, this 90-minute you know, feature-length episode. <laughs> this feature-length podcast where we... Oh, my God. Yeah, all right. Well, we'll talk more. We'll talk more about our feelings on the on the whole thing next week. But thank you. Thank you for joining us for this very special episode. We hope you enjoyed the entirety of part five if you stuck with us through the whole thing. It's been a really long time. So thank you again. Thank uh, send you, us everybody. off, Jack. As always, you can find this and many more episodes on our SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, wherever you listen to podcasts. Post the links to the episodes and sh- and all the stuff we do on r slash Stardust Crusaders. Uh, you can check us out on Twitter at JoJo underscore cast. That's all we have for you. Have a good week, everybody. We'll talk to you later. And before we end, I just want to throw one more huge shout out to the JoJo's Colored Adventure team for bringing us this part in perfectly translated full color format. Oh, it's so good. Because, I don't know, I mean, we've all been in the past when we've read the shitty translations of this and it's uh it's kind of soured the reputation of part five, so it really made me happy to reread this whole thing well translated. So thank you, you wonderful selfless translators for doing this (laughs) yeah that made it readable yeah so all that said like jack said thank you and we will see you next week have a good one guys bye now